The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. Welcome to The War Room. I'm Christy Lee, guest hosting again today for Owen Schroyer, who has been dealing with court. As you know, we are planning to get an update from Owen Schroyer in the next segment to find out what exactly is going on with all of this. Uh, But today is the Veterans Show. I'm told that Owen does this on the last Friday of every month. So, we're going to talk to some veterans. We're going to hopefully hear from some veteran callers, maybe some thank yous to veterans. Exciting show. Obviously, a lot that I would like to hear from veterans with everything that's going on in Afghanistan, especially on the tragic news of troops being killed there um, just the other day. So interested in perspective on how the president has handled all of this and um, also talking about our political prisoners going to be talking to Kara uh, Castronova, who is working to get support for those that are imprisoned for the January 6th event. I'll be talking to her about that because as a condition of Owen's situation, he really can't talk about that particularly with anyone else that was there. So that's how I'm rigged into that. So this is the last day that I am guest hosting for this week. Not not to say that I won't be guest hosting in the future. I'm sure I will. But this is the first week that I was kind of thrown into it. I mean, I did Friday for American Journal, but then I did um, Monday, Tuesday this week for American Journal and then yesterday and today for uh, the War Room. And it's been quite the interesting experience. I've made a very unfunny joke every time that I've done this saying I'm a reformed mainstream news anchor going prompter free for the first time and been asking for grace since this is something new, but it got me reflecting and wondering and mad at myself. I'm just, I'm going to get vulnerable right now. <clears throat> I've been frustrated with myself because I'm like, why does this like freak me out so bad? Why do I get so nervous <laughs> when I do this? Yes, it's something new, but I'm no stranger to the desk. I've spoken to large crowds before thousands of people in the the evening news anchor capacity you you do things like that i've won awards in journalism i've been in on the scene reporting life threatening situations so i'm like wow why does this make my heart beat fast and why do i feel so not confident about this and freak out about it again i'm just just being vulnerable right now and i was really reflect, reflecting on this and i think honestly that the reason that this is uncomfortable for me and that I it makes me more nervous is because I realize just how important it is. My desire is to kind of reach across the aisle and maybe get people that have watched mainstream news and maybe would write off a program like this as conspiracy theory, as I'm so sure that you're used to hearing, that maybe just maybe seeing a familiar face or hearing a backstory of like, a regular old news lady (laughs) guest hosting might maybe make them curious and want to tune in and start hearing some truth and perspective. And so I just feel this burden and responsibility to try and get more viewers and try to get more people the truth. The other aspect I was thinking about this in reflection was being a news anchor, obviously I felt responsibility and I was changing scripts. And when I saw all these 
crazy adjectives coming into my scripts and no sources. I was doing everything I could to fix that. But at the end of the day, much of our content was still chosen for us. And so there was a lack of freedom there. At the end of the day, the content was was chosen. And now all of a sudden I've been thrown into a situation where there's so much freedom that I'm like, hmm, this feels uncomfortable. And it just made me think, we don't want to have that to happen in our everyday lives. We don't want to have control start to take over to the point that when we're given freedom back, we feel uncomfortable with it because we've we've been under tyranny, right? So just some thoughts there. Um, thank you for letting me share them. Um, thank you for the grace that you've shown me, and and I'm gonna. I know I'm where God wants me to be, and I pray that this confidence will come. But. That's all I'm going to say about that. Just wanted to kind of express that and get it back to the veterans. This is a veterans show. We're going to be hearing from Owen just after this break and from other veterans. And and you'll get to call in and talk. It'll be a great show after the break. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Streaming live at band.video, freeworldnews.tv, warroomisraw.com, and our Rumble channel, InfoWars-Band.video. Owen Schroyer here on the phone line with you. Just to give you a quick update, Christy Lee will be hosting today. She's been doing a great job. She did a great job yesterday. I know she's got a great broadcast planned for today. Of course, it's the Veterans Call-In Special. So as always, big ups, big love to our great veterans that will be calling in today. And I'm sure that there's a lot on your mind and on your heart with the fall of Afghanistan, the breakdown in Kabul, and this Biden regime that has really been a disaster in so many different ways. Like yesterday, today, I am dealing with legal stuff, and so I'm unable to come in studio, and I'm just going to leave it at that. For obvious reasons, I cannot comment too much on this right now, but I will just say this. Once again, your support, your prayers, your words of encouragement mean everything to me. It lets me know I'm not alone. To have people like you by my side and God at my back, I cannot tell you how much it means to me. I cannot tell you how it fuels my soul and my spirit and my heart and just fills me with, with so much love uh, moving forward with uh, this case. And so I will also say we are close to our goal at DefendOwen.com. Once again, cannot thank you enough. You don't know how much it means. And I just want to say this too. I was reached out to by one of the head honchos over there at Give, Send, Go, the platform we used to do this fundraiser for my legal defenses. And I just have to say, the people at Give, Send, Go are the real deal. True patriots, true Americans, true Christians. And I was reached out to one of them yesterday and, and just the kindest words. Uh, they prayed for me. They prayed for America. They prayed for the future. They prayed for humanity with me, and it was really just incredible. So it's just been uh, such, you know, I hate to say an incredible experience considering the negativity 
perhaps that it's that it's rooted in but uh you know really god has 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 touched me through this and and through you and so i wanted to give a big shout out to give send go and just once again cannot thank this audience enough the best audience in the world here at info wars i will be back sunday night and i do plan on filling in my duties hosting the war room starting again monday but going to finish up dealing with some legal things today and then take Saturday to decompress. Big shout out to the crew. Big shout out to Christy Lee. Big shout out to this audience. I just want to give big love to all of you because you've given so much to me over the last week. And I just want to say thanks again to Christy Lee for hosting. She's done a great job. Obviously breaking the spell of the teleprompter but still learning how to fill the InfoWars format, and I think doing a great job. So we thank Christy Lee so much. So again, y'all, I will be back Sunday night, and then I plan on fulfilling my hosting duties of the War Room all next week as soon as I can and as long as I can, God willing, that we are still on air. And don't forget how important it is to support us at InfoWarsStore.com not just to keep InfoWars on the air, which is obviously big for the battle for free speech and just truth in media, which is so rare these days, but also it's great health supplements, it's great emergency food supplies, it's great water filters, great air filters. There's a lot of stuff that you need there that is key to living a healthy life and a prosperous life. And so just remember InfoWarsStore.com. That's what makes everything we do here possible. So I'm going to deal with some more legal things, and I will see you all on Sunday night and then back hosting the War Room Monday. Christy Lee, take it away on the Veterans Call-In Show. So great to hear from Owen. He sounds in good spirits. I appreciate his vote of confidence in me as I try and keep his seat warm for him. And, yep, I'm still I'm still getting the flow of this, but uh, I really appreciate and I feel honored to fill in for Owen. So we do want to get to some headlines before we take uh, some phone calls and hear from our special guests today. Um, Just got a couple put on my desk right now. So uh, one of those articles is about a slain Marine Kareem Koi's dad, not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. He vents anger at the military and Biden after Kabul airport blasts. It's so hard to even fully appreciate how devastating this has to be. I mean, to to be so proud of your son going out and and continuing a very long war and then just to have it end like this. And I can't imagine not only the devastation, but the anger that this father is feeling right now. He said the Marines who came to deliver the news of Kareem's death were even more choked up than the father. He said, I was actually trying to console them, wanted to kind of get them on their way so that he could tell his family. He said he, Kareem loved what he was doing. He always wanted to be a Marine, noting that his son had been stationed close to home at Camp Pendleton, and that made it easy for Kareem to visit on weekends, often bringing along 10 or 15 other Marines with him. It's such a brotherhood, certainly something I can't, fully appreciate uh, not being a veteran or Marine myself, um, but having family members that have served. But 
it's just so devastating. It's hard to really grasp your mind around. And then on top of it, Joe Biden, again, refusing to answer questions about Afghanistan debacle. We know he didn't answer questions on Thursday. And uh, he, the president spoke to reporters during the meeting with Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. And he said, I'm not going to take any questions because of the prime minister being in Afghanistan right now. Um, but it was the only press event scheduled for Friday after that initial meeting was canceled and he struggled to answer questions from reporters after a speech Thursday at one point lowering his head clutching his folder in response to questions from Fox News reporter Peter Ducey and the White House just continuing to limit access to Biden and and continuing not to fully acknowledge the great loss of life and the great debacle this has been and he's not uh, there's there's many people angry right now, and I've been following uh, someone on Instagram that I've tried to reach out to a couple times. Hopefully, I will get to hear from him eventually, but he goes by Frenicus Maximus, says he's a former Navy SEAL. He's been fired up, posting nearly every day about what's happening, and we're going to take, uh, hopefully, his a bit censored video right now. Hey, guess what? This is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. If I were to take a guess, I'd say the Taliban, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, ISIS-K would love to have us there on 9-11 so they can really hand us our ass, as they love to do on the anniversary of 9-11 every year. I personally have three friends, two different years, killed on 9-11. We need to break into the streets and start marching for the impeachment of this piece of who has a medical condition known as dementia. He's rallied a team of people around him who are just about as dumb as he is. Obviously, if we leave this guy in office a second longer, you don't know what the is going to happen next. The stupidity is off the chart. Or it's intentional destruction of the United States of America. That's where it's at. You can certainly feel the frustration and the anger and and just how upset he is. He says he's a former Navy SEAL, has a store, um, been trying to reach out to him. Hopefully we'll be able to get in contact with him. But wondering if many others are sharing that sentiment that have served as well. And i um, looking forward to hearing from you, some of you with your phone calls. And we do have more news to get through and um, some videos that I want to show you, but we are approaching the end of this segment and going to hit those when we get back. Also, we have other interviews planned today. So make sure that you stick around for that and make sure you get on InfoWarsStore.com and stock up on your supplements because we are under attack for sure. Humanity is the main stakeholder on this planet. But the big corporations for a hundred years have told us that humans are bad and evil and a pestilence on the earth so that we begin to believe we're bad and we'll turn off our life force and let the eugenics-based globalists take control of the planet. If you go to Klaus Schwab, the head of the Davos Group's own Wikipedia page, he brags on there about how they're capturing democracy and taking over governments worldwide to set up a corporate dictatorship under the UN. They admit 
all of this. They plan the lockdowns. They release the viruses. They think you're stupid. And their plan is to slowly cut off the resources so they can dictate total social control over you and your lives. That's how I was able to predict everything they did decades before they executed it, word for word with total precision, because they have a detailed battle plan. We cover it live weekdays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Infowars.com forward slash show. Tell everybody to tune in now and warn the world. It is through our five senses that we are kept fascinated and hypnotized by the lies we are told. And the only way to see through this illusion is with our higher senses, which is why fluoridated water is a big problem. Consuming too much fluoride forms phosphate crystals around the pineal gland and shuts down its natural functions. Natural functions which have been known for millennia. The Hindu chakras align with the endocrine system. The chakra aligned with the pineal gland is the third eye also described as the seat of the soul. The pineal gland is what connects us to higher levels of consciousness and otherwise unseen dimensions of reality. Fluoride-free water is essential to keeping our pineal gland healthy. Our water filtration systems with the proper filters will keep your drinking water fluoride-free and the ProPure showerhead will seal the deal. Get them both today for yourself or a friend at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome back. Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room today. And we have a veterans call-in show. The number to call is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. While we wait for your phone calls, I'm going to try and get through some news headlines. And one of the things that has been kind of my thing when I guest host is I love having a verse of the day. And when I found out that this was a veteran show, I had to pull a few verses uh, for this. And so I'm going to go ahead and read those. Um, the verses are greater love. This is obviously the one most, I think, for veterans. Greater love has no one than this. Then he laid down his life for his friends. That's from John 15, 13. And then from 2 Corinthians 4, 16, therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. And then Psalm 18, 3, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. If anyone was around in the 80s, early 90s, maybe you heard of a a band, a rock band called Petra, and it was a Christian rock band, and they sang a song that was based on that verse, and it brought me right back to my childhood when I read read that verse and thinking of that song by Petra. Let me know if you remember them and being at a county fair and just everybody singing it together. And it was my first experience as a child being outside of a church and singing in a public space, space, worshiping the Lord in a public space and just knowing that unbelievers were there too, because Petra was awesome. If you've ever heard of them and they, they were able to reach across the aisle and bring in some secular people to listen to them. So just a little side note on that verse. So other headlines I want to get to while we wait for the calls to come in is um, that crowds are, you know, still throwing, thronging the Kabul airport entrances, despite the continued terror threat. Uh, Taliban says 20 of eight of its members were killed in the blast and blames the U S for a chaotic evacuation. Total death toll from Thursday's devastating twin suicide bombing attacks climbed to over 100 dead by Friday, at least 13 American troops killed 
most of them Marines, many acknowledging as the deadliest single day of America's military presence in the country since 2011. And President Biden in the White House also making clear late Thursday that the U.S. will continue to cooperate with Taliban and in a mutual self-interest. But they're getting slammed because they've essentially doxed those that are there. They they gave um, hardline Islamists an executionate list, essentially. They handed the Taliban list of green card holders and Afghans permitted entry to the, the U.S. who had previously worked with Western forces. 18 U.S. service members injured in this attack. It's it's just get, getting worse. And, and where is Biden? We're not really hearing much from Biden on this topic. So, uh, oh, meanwhile, we haven't even covered the fact that there's billions of dollars worth of taxpayer-funded military equipment. Now, this is interesting because I've already seen fact-checking reports saying, like, no, it's not $85 billion. It's only $10 or $11 billion. It's like, really? They have a fact-check article on how much of our military equipment, goggles, uh, Black Hawk helicopters are over there. They're fact-checking this, and they're concerned with the number, saying, no, it's not $85 billion. It's It's only 10 or $11 billion maybe. I mean, as if that should be a big difference. We have tons of our equipments now in the hand of, of Taliban, medical supplies, biometric devices containing fingerprints, scans, other bio, biographical information of U, United States Afghan allies, and no plan to get these, uh, this, this equipment back. No plan yet. But we're going to focus on the number and say, no, it wasn't that much billions of dollars. It's this much billions of dollars. Okay. Well, let's take some phone calls. I'll get back to some of these headlines because I want to have phone calls throughout throughout the time I'm sitting here. So um, let's go to Scully. I think you were the first to call in, or Sully, I apologize. Uh, you're on the show. <laughs> Hi, Christy. Hi. You know how many times people... You know how many times people say Scully? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for me, I think of the Little Mermaid, and that was my favorite Disney princess. But you know, that's oh not, my neither goodness. here nor, that's, nor there. That's a, that's a flashback. <laughs> I have a twenty-year-old daughter, and that's all she wanted to watch back in the day. Me too. So I'm calling in from the tyrannical state of New York. Oh, another good old state of tyranny. I was from California right, last. Exactly. Uh, you know, I loved living in California when I lived there back in the 80s. However, I would not, I, I don't know if I'd go back there right now. It's the most um, beautiful state. It's such a shame that they've taken it I over. I know. I lived in Monterey, right two two blocks up from the uh, Fisherman's Wharf, number two. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was serenaded every night by the sea lions. So th- there's some positive for us today. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, listen, I'm a 56-year-old U.S. Army veteran. I chose to go back to college. So I'm on my fourth semester and all this tyrannical COVID mandates. Now I get an email the other day stating the fact that, and I knew this was coming. So that's why I'm continuing my online and remote learning. Um, but they said due to the state's mandate that um, by 20, by September 27th, if students on campus do not have their vaccinations, they will be withdrawn from their classes. They will not re- uh, receive any refunds for their classes, and it'll be withdrawal from all classes as far as your title, which is not good. Um, it's not only not but, good, uh, it's a huge threat and completely, it's got to be, there's got to be some ila- illegality, I can't even say that word right now, to this. I mean, that's insane. You, you, you get what you pay for. You can't be coerced into this. No, They're no, completely no, bypassing I mean, informed consent. 
Exactly. Exactly. So it's some. This is something that I'm praying on. I am going to put um, a, a, an email together, and I'm going to CC in Jerry Clooney, who unfortunately is my district senator, who is unfortunately a Democrat. Mm. Um, so I'm like, well, I, I know that that's just going to be thrown in the trash. However, um, I'm hoping that uh, enough students stand up, you know, because we need in this in the United States, we need to stand up. Um, I, I'm, I'm very much, you know, I've been listening to Alex Jones show for 20 years or so. And, um, I'm, I'm a true, um, patriot. Um, man, I just want to see our brothers and sisters in this country, um, unite, come together. It doesn't matter our, our, um, our, our race, our color. It doesn't matter where we come from, but we need to save this country. Um, y'all there at Alex Jones show. I, I, I tell you what, you will not find a more on top of subject show. And in this day and age out on the internet, you've got everybody and their mother doing podcasts and that they have Intel. They have Intel here, Intel there. No, no, I just, I, you know, I got pulled into that for a very short period of time. Now I'm just back to listening to Alex Jones, Harrison Smith, yourself, along with uh, Owen and, you know, doing my own research from the information given so wonderfully and through God's will. From the uh, the war room and Alex Jones show and the and the um uh you know Harrison uh, Harrison Smith show, um but I I just can't I, I can't um say it more enough that we need to stand up we need to get Biden out of office that he's just a creature he's just a creature and everybody else who was there with him I just don't understand why we can be so um just uh, sheepish in, in 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 this country and allow all this to happen to us. It's very frustrating, Sully, but we just have to continue to pray and hope. And I'm guilty of getting sucked into to the weeds with some of those podcasts because it's just so desperate for hope. And when you have anyone telling you like, oh, this is going to change overnight, it's like you want to cling to that. But good reminder that the reliable information remains on InfoWars, on The War Room, on The American Journal. They're predicting it. It's your source for the best information. Stick around for more phone calls. All of the experts agree that getting proper sleep is the cornerstone of good health. It has been proven that a poor sleep schedule is linked with numerous health problems, including weight gain, memory issues, mood changes, poor concentration, and even a weakened immune system. Introducing Rocket Rest, the new product from our Dr. Jones Naturals line at InfoWarsStore.com. The new Rocket Rest formula is loaded with the best natural ingredients to help not only improve your quality of sleep, but help you wake up feeling refreshed. Many competitors' sleep formulas focus only on getting you to sleep, but Rocket Rest was specifically formulated to help you feel rested and ready to take on the next day. It uses a unique quick-release capsule system to ensure fast delivery of deep sleep support ingredients like melatonin and magnesium. Rocket Rest helps you fall asleep fast, stay asleep, and wake up feeling rested. So get the new Rocket Rest formula from Dr. Jones Naturals right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. This broadcast is not for the weak minded. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video.
Welcome back. Christy Lee, guest hosting today for this Veterans Call-In Show. And I promise we're going to get back to your calls. But I do have some more information I want to share with you just before we do. I was just talking to Sully about how they're making these vaccinations mandatory like we knew they were going to. That's why I'm fighting back against the mask mandates because we know that's always next. I have an article here uh, from Monday with Pfizer approval COVID-19 vaccine to become mandatory for troops. I'm sure you all know this by now. And it says once the guidance out, troops will either need to visit a military medical facility to get their doses or show proof of outside vaccination to their chains of command who can enter it in. So there's still so many questions about these vaccines. And then we're going to pump our defense full of the jab. That sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Also, memorandum from just two days ago or a few days ago. I'm losing track of the days by now. Uh, After careful consideration with medical experts and military leadership, And with the support of the president, I've determined that mandatory vaccination against coronavirus disease 2019 is necessary to protect the force and defend the American people. So Secretary of Defense giving that direction. And I've heard from many that they're being threatened with dishonorable discharge if you don't get the vaccine. So. There is um, Dr. Lee Merritt, who I'm told has been on our shows before. Um, She's an army doctor, and she revealed more about what's actually happening when our soldiers get vaccinated. Here she is. And, you know, one of my big problems is our vaccination of the military. Um, I'm a 10-year Navy surgeon, and uh, so I have Navy people and, and, and Army people calling me. Um, there were only 20 deaths of all the active duty in, tw- in 2020 for COVID. 20, and all the services put together. They have a big now that they didn't have when I was in. They have a big epidemiologic base, and they can find out exactly what's going on. There were only 20 deaths. We're vaccinating everybody. And um, we've already had tumors, and we've had 80 cases of myocarditis, which I'm going to get to. But myocarditis has a, has, has a significant mortality, five-year mortality rate. I think it's 66%. So we, with the vaccine program, have ostensibly killed more of our young, young, young active-duty people than COVID did. Um, leukemia, another, another uh, blood dyscrasia, cancer. There's 48 per year on average in, in VAERS. We now are up to 229. Uh, myocarditis that I just mentioned. In in 31 years of the VAERS, there were 317 cases. Now, this year, 1,113. So so you can see the, 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 the ongoing numbers. And I can pick almost any diagnosis, and you will find the same issues. So the question you have to ask is, why, why are we not stopping this? We stopped many things for far less. We stopped working on respiratory syncytial virus vaccine because of 22 deaths of infants in the hospital. We stopped the H1N1 after 53 deaths or 53 serious adverse events. So we are now doing 53 probably a day. Why are we continuing to move on here? Well, in my opinion, um, I think you have to look at your worldview. And this is my new my new thing. When I talk to people, I say, if you know, if you think so she's asking fighting- good questions there. Why are we continuing to do something that we are seeing has risks and we're doing it anyway? It's, it's darn near criminal. I mean, it is criminal. I mean, why is this not part of the conversation? Seeing that we're talking about this, let's take uh, an anonymous caller from the army in New York that's applying for a medical exemption to the VAX. What are you? What is your confidence that that's going to go through? You're on the air. Hey, sorry, I wasn't sure if that was me or not. 
Uh, I'm actually applying for a religious exemption. Okay. Um, I honestly, I do not know if it's going to be approved or not. But what I can tell you is I've hired a lawyer and I've been very aggressive, not like obviously respectfully, um, not just in prayer, but also in like talking to leadership and moving things forward. I had a discussion with our brigade commander. That's how far it went the other day. Um, but what I can tell you about the soldiers from what I'm seeing from those who are getting the vaccine, the ones getting vaccinated are getting sick. I have a friend who's a, a commander and all their soldiers who are turning up sick with symptoms of COVID, they go in and they, and they go ask to be tested for COVID because they're having loss of taste. They're getting fevers. I mean, they're getting all the COVID symptoms. They go in and they go, oh, you're vaccinated. And they turn them away. But then the commanders get calls about their soldiers who turned in six slips, like say like two months ago for like cold symptoms. And they're like, oh, your, your soldier so-and-so is sick with this. And this one commander that I know actually put their phone on speakerphone and was like, hey, soldier so-and-so, do you have these symptoms? And this soldier's standing there perfectly healthy, like, uh, no. The only difference is this soldier's unvaccinated, right? So it's it's a total lie. So they're it's basically acknowledging they're basically acknowledging the sickness and the unvaccinated, but just blowing off the fact that the vaccinated are getting sick. Absolutely. And I will tell you, I'm not at all vaccinated. I haven't been vaccinated. My reason, you know, and I respect everyone else around me. It's their choice. OK, I don't think it's a wise choice, but that's their business. Right. I personally, well, not only just for the medical reasons, because obviously there's no medical logic behind it. For me personally, I have a huge issue with the fact that they use the cells of aborted children in all four of the vaccines in different capacities, as I'm sure you guys are all well aware of. Um, but uh, so I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, no, um, but, but, but you right. Oh, my question is, is you want to feel like you have legal defenses. You say you're talking to somebody, but it's my understanding that in the military, you're under a different code, like that supersedes the constitution. I, I, someone tried to explain this to me before. Maybe you can shed some light on it for me. Right. Um, so this is what has been explained to me by my lawyer. Cause I've done a lot of research on this, like the past nine months or so. So I was like, Oh my gosh, as soon as the election was stolen, I knew this was coming down the pipe. Um, but according to, this is Army Regulation uh, 600-20, uh, there, when it comes to vaccinations, there may be religious or medical exemptions based upon pre-existing conditions or like say an issue, like say you have allergies or something like that, right? So technically, legally, that is supposed to be an option. Uh, whether or not it's approved is another matter. And I mean, from what we've seen, I mean, you guys are seeing the same thing. The data is the same everywhere. Everything that's being done right now is illegal. So for me right now, I'm kind of like, and I have other people around me in similar positions. We're kind of, it's kind of a dicey situation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you willing to leave the military if they try and force you to take the jab? Yes, absolutely. Uh, It it makes me very sad because uh, I felt like I was, I told the guy who um, took my call when I called in, I said, you know, I, I joined the military because I love this country. I felt like I was led to through prayer. I'm a Christian. Um, And I went to Afghanistan. I was praying for the peace agreement while I was there. And while I was there, it actually happened. It was, it was amazing. Um, But so I, I feel like it's one of the best things I've ever done. Am I supposed to do it forever? Not necessarily. However, um, I a hundred, like it makes me sad that I may have to potentially leave the military because I refuse, but I can't compromise. And there are a lot of other people. Unfortunately, there's not as many as I would like to see. And 
I would say there are people taking the vaccine who don't really want to, and it's not so much that um, that they're just in line with some kind of communist agenda or something like that. It's, it's more that they just don't know. Like, the brainwashing is so deep, it's unbelievable. Like, things that are common sense, so like, say, you and me, or maybe, like, you, you hear just, like, the people who listen to Alex or, or Owen Troyer or someone, right? Like, things that are common sense to us, these people have no idea of. And, of course, like, like a, a quick backstory for me. I actually worked in D.C. I'm in Intel. I worked in D.C. in Intel before I joined the military, and I saw the corruption there. I saw the evil there. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be an intel. It was literally, like, this is, like, literally a God thing, right? It was right. only the Lord who could do that. We got to go to break now, but I know that it is not only because you saw the corruption firsthand, but because your eyes are open, because you're a follower of Christ. I do firmly believe that those that are followers of Christ can see things more clearly. We have that discernment to know when we're being lied to and when there's evil abounding. So share the information, share Jesus, and let's fight. Let's go back in time, say to the mid-1990s, and then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020, where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. They need to go to prison for it right now. The purpose of fear is to call us into action, and there is plenty to be afraid of today. Half the population has lined up for an untested, deadly, and debilitating experimental injection because they were told to be afraid of an invisible asymptomatic disease. The perpetrators of all this have clearly stated their goal of having 80% of the population hooked up to an artificial intelligence hive mind in less than nine years. For those of us who have awoken from the spell, we know this is all really happening, and it's unbelievably unsettling to see. But there is only two things to do. We continue sounding the alarm because it's a numbers game. If enough people awaken from the cult spell, then we win. But even when we win, and we eventually will, the days of convenience are soon coming to an end. And so we must prepare, get up to a year's worth of storable foods, water filtration, survival gear, seeds, shortwave radios, and life-saving knowledge at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Welcome back, Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room. Today, it is a special day, the Veterans Call-In Show, and we have lots more calls to get to. Just wanted to mention real quick, because our last caller was talking about a religious exemption. Saw this article uh, from the Liberty Daily about the Washington State inserts a gotcha question into COVID injection religious exemption requests. 
Washington Governor Jay Inslee wants everyone to be vaccinated. With that said, his regime in Olympia is making it as difficult as possible for concerned citizens to file exemptions. So here's how they're playing this game. On Wednesday, published new guidance for public school faculty and staffers who plan to seek that religious exemption from the COVID-19 vaccine. And on the new form, questions to state workers include, you assert that you have a sincerely held religious belief or religious conviction that prevents you from receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Yes or no. The second question is the most controversial You affirm or agree that you have never received a vaccine or medicine from a healthcare provider as an adult. Yes or no. Now we know why they're asking that, don't we? Because this question will act as a hindrance for some people. Those who have received past vaccines, such as their flu shots, will have the moral dilemma of whether they should lie in order to get their exemption. If they don't, will that disqualify them? Probably not, but they will be put through, of course, indoctrination with their HR and um, more coercion to get the jab. Ugly politics. Last line of this article says it perfectly. They want as many jabs in as many arms as possible. Moral values and medical science be damned. And isn't that the truth? Well, we do want to get back to your phone calls because you've been waiting patiently. And I believe the one that, where'd he go? Oh, maybe he finally gave up. Sorry, we're going to get to these. Oh, wait, there he is. Jacob from Massachusetts. You're from the Navy. You wanted to comment on the value of the weapon and gear left behind in Afghanistan. You're on the air. Interested to hear your take on this. Hey, Christy, it's great to be here. Um, I, I mentioned this to the operator. I'm actually also the founder of GiveSendGo.com. Oh my goodness! Which, Thank yeah. you for your services. Yeah, no, it's been it's been uh, a privilege to see Owen use our platform, raise so much money, um, along with Ashley Babbitt recently, and um, her legal defense fund that her her husband is raising. So um, I hopped online, heard you talking. I said, oh man, I'm a veteran as well. Let me, let me give a call in and see what happens. And so here I am getting to talk to you. I'm definitely a, a privilege. Loved your Petra reference earlier because it was, it was right on, right on point. I'm a huge old Petra fan. Oh, um, good. <laughs> it took me a minute. Yeah. I had to remember what I was talking about. Yeah. You were a huge Petra fan. Yeah, oh, we yes, just became best friends because yeah. <laughs> that's, that's oh, what yeah. I grew up on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, this means war. To hell with the devil. Although, uh, anyway, so, so I, 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 I did think that there was a bit of irony, and you were talking about um, the amount of the value of the amount of weapons that have been left over in Afghanistan, and, and not long ago, Gifsengo has has really moved into a bigger sphere of influence and we've been and happy to provide our services for freedom for people all over the world. But um, we got a phone call from the United States government, from the National Center for Counterterrorism, and they wanted to just go over with us um, how important it is for us to be aware of um, Al-Qaeda and the Taliban and various terrorist organizations and their, and their ability and desire to um, funnel money to them and, and that they try to use platforms like ours. And, and we have all those safeguards in place. And so we, we talked through that, but they really wanted to get granular in their approach to, you know, $30 payments and, and $40 payments um, in tracking those things 
um, from the government level, and that's what they're looking for, all of these types of things. And I, I, I found it fascinating in, in hindsight now looking that our U.S. government literally just gave over billions of dollars in equipment to terrorist organizations, and yet they're calling... But Jacob, it was only 10 or 11 billion. It wasn't like it was 85 billion. It was more like 10 or 11. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's comical on our end, the hypocrisy of it. And, um, we're just, you know, we're happy to be a platform that provides freedoms. I know you're talking about, um, with people about vaccines and various things. And our platform has been, been used by, people all over the country and around the world for uh, mounting legal defenses for um, against some of these vaccine mandates. And, and um, we, you know, our platform centers is centered around giving people the freedom to be able to uh, voice their opinions. And, and then as a platform for us to share the hope that we have of Jesus in each of those situations. So uh, super happy to get on the phone and talk with you guys. Awesome. Thank you for your call, Jacob. And thank you for doing God's work because there's a lot of people being persecuted, a lot of people being fired for speaking the truth that should be their right. And we are so thankful that there's a platform that allows us to surround and support those that are being brave and be able to do that financially. And we can do that because of brave and courageous people like Jacob. Let's hear from Joe in Florida in the army. You're on the air. Thanks for it. You're welcome. Hey, I don't know where you want to start. I was in the army. I was like part of nine eleven knowledge stuff from that, and also um, I've worked as a paramedic throughout this whole coronavirus thing. Mm-hmm. I have maybe some insight into what's going on. You said you had a COVID message. What is that? All right. Well, I've worked as a paramedic throughout this whole thing. So I had some insight into, like, uh, innovation, being on a ventilator, like, how that all works as far as, like, you know, what I've seen and how, like, the nurses all operate, all that, and everything else. So what's your insight? Like, in, all right. Well, innovation is, like, a, it's a pretty serious procedure. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's, like, you're just on the vent. They put a tube down your throat. But it's actually, there's a lot of skill involved. And there's a lot of drugs, like Madaz. I know uh, David Ick was talking about Versed. I mean, that's your sedation. And you got Stuxicoline, which is your RSI drug, which knocks out the gag reflex. And then they got to get in there and, like, with a blade, basically, and lift up your glottis to get it to your trachea. So I've seen a lot of, like, people that are really terrible at it and mess it up. And what, what what is your point with COVID? I'm just, I was just saying, like, I think it's the ventilator and the innovation that's killing okay. most people. I mean, most, most circumstances. So you think it's the ventilator it. that's causing more harm than, than a, as a treatment? Right. Yeah, and you have I mean, the expertise to, to know that. Thank you for call, calling in, Douglas. We do need to get some more phone calls, so I'm going to go to, uh, or excuse me, I, I said... Douglas, but it meant Joe. We're going to go to Douglas in California from the Navy. You're on the air. Good day, Christy. Loud Good and day. proud from California. All right. Another California. <laughs> I came from there. How's it hanging in there? Out there. Well, I'm alive and well. Good. I'm alive and well. I called in to talk about sovereignty as described in our Declaration of Independence. Okay. We are not their subjects, we are not 
their possessions. We are the kings and queens. We just don't wear crowns. They are our servants. We can go to city council meetings, and we can go to school board meetings, and actually place them under citizen's arrest for their violations of law, the Constitution, and so on. I'm a Navy veteran. I had to read the UCMJ, Uniform Code of Military Justice, and a person who defends the Constitution does not lose their constitutional rights in doing so. And I love how you say it with such conviction and power in your voice, and I think that just encourages all of us to to grasp the, our, our crowns, like you said. Yeah, we're, we're one nation under God. Amen. So I believe, and many others. We are not one nation under monsters. We need to stand up against them and declare them for what they are. They are public servants. Amen. Very good phone call, Douglas. Thank you for calling in and reminding us just the power that we are supposed to have, not to be gaslit into believing that they can have power over us, not to fall victim to getting our freedoms taken away and get comfortable with that, as I talked about early. Some, sometimes if you have so much control by a person or a corporation, once you get that control back, it's almost uncomfortable. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do, do with this. But that's the thing. We don't want to get to that point. We want to feel uncomfortable in the tyranny and continue to feel so uncomfortable in this tyranny that we fight back. I want to hear from more of you. We are going to have Angus Lee joining us, a Purple Heart recipient. He's going to share some information with us and we'll continue to take calls. So stick around. Looking forward to talking to you. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like bodies, vasobeats, and others. So get them today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you for being part of the resistance. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Welcome back, Christy Lee guest hosting on this fabulous Friday. So lucky and honored to be taking calls from veterans and those in the military. Just feel so honored. Can't even express my gratitude. I actually feel sometimes awkward about expressing gratitude when I see a service member because it's just like you can't thank them enough. But I always make sure I say thank you for your service. But like I said, it's just it's hard to to really express the full sentiment of that. 
But um, I have had some very patient callers waiting in the line. And so I want to get back to your phone calls before we um, welcome our guest in. So let's hear from Allie in Missouri in the Air Force. You're on the air. Um, I'm calling because, um, so I'm a retired Air Force. And when I was in, I did human resources. And the, one of the greatest benefits that you can receive as a veteran is your post-9-11 GI Bill. So anybody who separates, uh, you know, uh, who, I'm sorry, who enters, uh, who entered the service after 9-11 receives their post-9-11 GI Bill. So if you receive a discharge for, for something, anything that's not honorable, so other than honorable or dishonorable, that means that you don't receive those benefits. And... Um, so this is in response to what you were saying earlier about um, if people are discharged dishonorably for not receiving the vaccine. That's a huge red flag to me because when I was in, and there were there were cultural things that happened that um, were issues like when, before Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had people who said, look, I'm, I'm openly gay. Uh, if you have to kick me out, go ahead, kick me out. None of them lost their benefits. Not mm, one of them. Interesting. So the fact that they, that the government is going this far for a vaccine, uh, I mean, when I when I was in, even people who got DUIs, who were caught doing cocaine, I mean, people did some really bad stuff. They all still received their benefits. I mean, you have to do something really bad to get a dishonorable discharge. So you're saying basically the punishment certainly doesn't fit the crime. So for things that you would maybe deem worse, they would still get their benefits. But just for not taking a vaccination, it's just like the end of the world. Astronomically, it, to me, that that is so off the charts. I can't even comprehend that. Uh, and people who have been kicked out for way, way worse are looking back being like probably laughing like that to me, that's just embarrassing. So to me, that really speaks to the fact that they're really trying to put people in a, in a, a rock between a hard place when it comes to a vaccine, because like I said, when I was in and there were, there, there are things that come up where people say, Hey, I, you know what? I can't support this. I need to get out. The commanders were nothing but supportive and tried to help them. At least I can only, I mean, I was in the air force, different branch, but, um, these things happen, right? People, ha- there are conflicts that come up, but to threaten everybody with a dishonorable discharge, to me, that's like every active duty member, the bells should be going off for them. All right. Thank you for that warning. And um, that does shed a lot of perspective. Thank you, Allie from Missouri for your call. Let's go to Flex in Washington. You're on there. Christy, hey, this is Flex. Glad to be back once again. Hey, to pump you up, uh, first off, one redhead to another, it's right. Uh, we are the unsung minority. Uh, you're either you're either ugly or down gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Hopefully not, I fit I, in the better I, category. <laughs> my, 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 my little one is starting to get red in her hair. And, and look, I, I'm, I'm blood red. I'm, I'm not orange. I point out those redheads. Oh, look at that poor bastard. Uh, it, for, for Owen... If he's listening, I'm sure he might hear this. I've been to court twice on my birthday, so I hate my birthday, too. I dig it, bro. Court sucks, man. One of them also for a federal charge years ago. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, but uh, ever since Ireland, everyone in my family 
All uh, right, Flex, we're going to, I was trying to give you, wrap that up, but we're out of time. Do it over uh, the break when we come back. Stick around. Welcome back. We are in hour two of the War Room. I am your guest host today, Christy Lee, getting some calls from veterans today for our a call-in show. It's been exciting. It has been a wealth of information, and we have much more planned, so make sure you stick around. We're going to take more phone calls, but we do need to bring our guest in. Our guest today is Angus Lee, a Purple Heart recipient, um, has been shot multiple times, obviously a veteran, and also a lawyer, so sure to get some interesting perspectives perspective from Angus Lee. You have such a long bio, Angus, that I can't even cover all of it, but um, I really want to just welcome you in and um, dig into some of these topics. As far as we've been talking a lot about exemptions and wanted to get your perspective on being a veteran and being a lawyer, um, what, what hope there is for those in the military to be able to get those exemptions. Um, Hopefully you can shed some light on that. Sure. So federal law and law in many states is uh, requiring religious exemptions to be afforded, such as the American with Disabilities Act. And the first step for the employee, in this case, the service member, is they have to request the exemption. And then the employer has to decide whether or not they can provide a reasonable accommodation. Now, why can't the military provide a reasonable accommodation to somebody who has a religious exemption to uh, these vaccines? And there are many religious exemptions to them. The answer is, of course, they can accommodate anyone who has an exemption uh, request because they've been accommodating people not having a vaccine, a so-called vaccine, for well over a year. So the idea that the military can't just continue to do what they have been doing with the incredibly healthy and young, able-bodied service members is absurd. Uh, Quite frankly, the 18, 19, 20, 25-year-olds in the military, they're just not at threat of anything other than a cough from this. It's nonsense. And it's a total distraction that our military is focusing on that when they should be focusing on very serious matters in Afghanistan. Absolutely. And we certainly see the ridiculousness of it. We see the red flag, but I wanted some clarification more so on what law of the land supersedes, because I'm told that military law or governance is a little bit different than constitutional law. So what's going to take precedence in these cases where there's pushback of people that want to stay in the military, but don't want to get the job? Well, anyone who tells you that they know exactly how this is going to pan out is uh, trying to sound smarter than they are. (laughs) The reality is soldiers need to request that exemption and they need to push the issue if they want to preserve that right. And then we have to take it one step at a time. This is very new territory. And um, so there's going to be a little risk associated with standing up and doing what's right. But, you know, people in the military should be comfortable with taking a little bit of risk to stand up and do what's right. And um, how are you feeling having been, going back to your comment about Afghanistan, having sacrificed, having put your life on the line, having taken bullets, being a Purple Heart recipient, what is it like 
to see how the this administration has handled it. And then hearing that like, oh, well, President Trump, he wanted to pull out as well. So things wouldn't have been any different. What are your feelings and thoughts watching this all play out? It's horrible. It's heartbreaking. It's uh, enraging. I, I, I don't, I don't know any veteran of the global war on terror who's not incredibly frustrated right now, who's not incredibly angry. And it's, it's not because of the decision to withdraw from Afghanistan. I think uh, a lot of people have decided a long time ago that we should substantially withdraw from Afghanistan because we don't have a clear fi- vision of victory. And if you don't have a vision of what victory is, you're not going to obtain victory. And if you're not going to obtain victory, you shouldn't be engaging in the effort that you can't even uh, articulate. But there's a question of how it's done. And the way that this has been done is so childish and immature that it shows that the, the professional managerial class of our government currently is entirely childish. They plan based on what they hope will happen, and then the worst happens. They should be planning for worst-case scenarios, hoping for the best, but planning for the worst-case scenario. And they did the exact opposite. They did what a child does. They planned for the best-case scenario, and then when the worst-case scenario occurred, they're caught completely flat-footed. I mean, you look at this general that we have, uh, General Miley. I mean, first of all, he has given up on himself long time ago. You can look at the man and tell that he realized long ago he was never going to put his boots in the sand anymore. And he became a bureaucrat and a politician. And he started adopting the language of the people in D.C. and showing how woke he was so he could get promoted. All the while, he's letting our servicemen, our Marines, take risks that they don't need to be taking. And he's doing things incredibly poorly and thoughtlessly. The same for our Secretary of Defense and same for our President. The fact that they would give a list of who our people are in the country to the Taliban, simply again on trust, is absurd. And that is what you can continue to expect to see from the professional managerial class in D.C. that is ruining this country and ruining our stance around the world. And listen, you don't negotiate from a position of weakness. That's not negotiating. That's groveling. We should have been doing the withdrawal from a position of strength, perhaps from Bagram Air Force Base. Perhaps we should have followed traditional orders of operations and pulled the civilians out first. And then you get the military out. They've had 20 years to plan an exit strategy. And you have to ask this question. If our top generals have had 20 years to plan an exit strategy and they couldn't do it, it's either because they didn't take their job seriously or they're totally incompetent. Either way, they ought to be fired across the board. It's totally unexcusable. They've had 20 years to plan for this withdrawal. And just a month ago, Miley was saying, oh, well, this is going to be uh, done in a a professional manner, a military manner, a secure manner. Nonsense. Nonsense. They didn't prepare anything. And the idea that they were caught by surprise, (laughs) all that tells you is they weren't paying attention. Every enlisted Marine I know knew exactly what was going to happen. And if these generals didn't know, it was because they don't know what they're doing and they need to be fired. And the problem is we just don't have serious leaders in Washington. 
Now, I do want to plug for a serious leader on the way to Washington. His name is Joe Kent. He's running for Congress right now in my district in Washington. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Joe Kent 16JAN19. He's a former, former special operations soldier who served in Afghanistan. And he is doing tremendous work getting the, the word out about what these generals are doing and not doing. There he is right there. Great man. I'm proud to be supporting him. And I encourage everyone to follow him on Twitter because he's one of the few truly mature adults who actually are trying to be serious about foreign policy and uh, America policy as well uh, at home. My question is, is the headlines coming from mainstream traditional news, the headlines are like, well, President Trump wanted to do this too. There's, and some of these these punditry people that claim to be traditional journalists say this was going to be a mess no matter what. What is your reaction to that? What's the truth of, of those kinds of comments? The corporate class is full of cowards. The corporate media is full of cowards and weaklings that have no strength in their personal life and they have no courage and they don't know what it's like to actually fight for something. And that's just weak, cowardly talk. The simple fact of the matter is, is when you are dealing with aggressive, violent people such as the Taliban, they're not going to respect your kind words or your wishes. They respect one thing, strength and the ability to use it. And so you right think now, Trump had, President Trump had more strength with this, a better plan? Absolutely. The Taliban would not have tried this at all if President Trump was in office because they know damn well he would have unleashed a fury on them like they would have never seen. But now we've got Joe Biden who's clutching his notepad like a old lady clutching her purse when she thinks she's about to get mugged. And that's the image that the Taliban's seeing, and that can only encourage more violence. From there you go. Much more with Angus Lee next. I'm not funded by George Soros. I'm not funded by the Democratic Party. I'm funded by you. We got great products you need. We got great stuff for your immune system and your body and just stuff that's essential for general health like vitamin mineral fusion, all the vitamins, all the minerals and all the key amino acids for adults, children, old folks. You absorb more of it than pills because it's liquid form and it tastes great. Ready to ship to you now. 33% off and Vaso Beats back in stock. Great for your heart, great for your liver, cardiovascular, creates nitrous oxide in the blood, super beet concentrate, 50% off. Pollen Block back in stock, natural antihistamine, 40% off. And of course, we have X2, totally essential deep earth crystal iodine it's discounted and pure turmeric formula the liquid extract as well it's discounted and back in stock activated charcoal toothpaste and activated charcoal toothpaste uh, mouthwash with all the essential oils those are 33 percent off as well you can call toll free 888-253-3139 or you can go to infowarsstore.com we got a lot of great other products on the site as well so be sure and check those out today humanity is the main stakeholder on this planet but the big corporations for 100 years have told us that humans are bad and evil and a pestilence on the earth so that we begin to believe we're bad and we'll turn off our life force and let the eugenics-based globalists take control of the planet. If you go to Klaus Schwab, the head of the Davos Group's own Wikipedia page, he brags on there about how they're capturing democracy and taking over governments worldwide to set up a corporate dictatorship under the UN. They admit 
all of this. They plan the lockdowns. They release the viruses. They think you're stupid. And their plan is to slowly cut off the resources so they can dictate total social control over you and your lives. That's how I was able to predict everything they did decades before they executed it, word for word with total precision, because they have a detailed battle plan. We cover it live weekdays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Infowars.com forward slash show. Tell everybody to tune in now and warn the world.